This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Where the streams of abundance flow, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. Newcastle got a point against Man City. Norwich got a point against Arsenal. But West Ham got all three against Chelsea. It's that time again, everybody, where yes. we're back once again with Pete Donaldson. Hello. And Jim Campbell. Hiya. And yes. me, Marcus Speller. I played the audio there a little bit too loud, Marcus, but uh-huh. you rode the levels with your voice very well. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. An early compliment from Pete Donaldson. Yeah, exactly. Let's hope you don't lose it about 40 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that uh, clear. It will be the last compliment you get this show I, yeah. after your little performance this weekend and the people on Twitter. Hang on a minute. Hang on a Before minute. Before we get that, if you want to know what we actually look like, like, ladies and gentlemen, mm. we have got a Ramble Tour video out on our YouTube, YouTube. page. We do. Yeah, if you wanted to have a little insight into what actually went on mm. in the Football Ramble Tour of 2019 mm. in the countries of England, America and Canada. Bloody mm. lovely, wasn't it? It was bloody lovely. Lots so it's, get get yourselves over there. We've got, we've got us talking, we've got us dancing <laughs> and yeah. throwing bottles and all sorts. Bit of a song in there. Actually, yeah. only one of us uh, is seen manhandling a bottle. Well, if I manhandled it better, it was like David James and his pomp flapping at it. 
<laughs> smashed yeah. it all over the gaff. You do play a lot of computer games, don't I you? Do. I do. Um, uh, and yeah, so if you get on over to our YouTube page, it's http <laughs> colon <laughs> forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com forward slash football ramble. Lovely old job. Now, Peter, talking of lovely old jobs, you must have been absolutely delighted. I was absolutely with delighted. Newcastle getting a draw, an incredibly credible draw against the champions of England who won a domestic treble last season. They're, they're one of the best sides <laughs> in the continent. And they were blunted they by were. the tactics mm. of Steve Bruce. Yep. But they thought they'd won, didn't they, Marcus? Yeah. But it wasn't enough. Wasn't they enough. They didn't have enough. That's the thing with Steve Bruce's side. They keep coming back. They, they keep do. coming at you. They have so much in the tank. Well, look, look as I said last week... Yeah. Bruce is doing I, an all right job. I thought Bruce. I thought Bruce is doing an excellent job as Newcastle United. In fact, I've got the I've got the audio from last week. So there we sure. go. But, away, but, but this weekend they'll go score draw. It'll be like score draw at half time. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce will just shuffle the players up top. It won't make a, a damn bit of difference. The supply will just dry up from midfield, and it'll, they'll just be going for dead balls and, and, and time wasting and trying to just get John Joe Shelby on the end of, end of a ball, which is what's been happening for the last three or four. Weeks. I'll tell you something though. I think you're right, Pete. Yeah, it's so, hard I mean, yeah, to it's argue with that, isn't hard it? Hard to argue with evidence, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. So, you're it's a, dis- exa- you're exactly a disgrace, what I said. Dawson. That's exactly what I said. You're an absolute disgrace. <laughs> uh, I think that you have never been so gutted to see Newcastle score a late week equaliser against the Well, side. only because of my Twitter mentions, which I, <laughs> which I cherish. I couldn't believe my luck, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Well, I, I guess the, the tweet I, I made that I think has railed you uh, we're pointing out that after 14 games last season, Newcastle had 12 points under Benitez. But after 14 games this season, they've got 16 mm-hmm. under Brucey. So yeah. where well, does that put him in the pantheon well, a, of Newcastle? Well, as I said in the WhatsApp group, um, points do not mean win prizes this season because the, the, the level uh, they ultimately of the Premier will. <laughs> <laughs> If you get enough of them, of course. You look at the Premier League table list. I think I was mentioning in the WhatsApp group last night. You look at um, teams that would have been a lot further down the league table last mm-hmm. season. It Anything outside of the top four this season is is it's a bit of a it's much of a muchness really in many mm. ways. But I do fundamentally think that Bruce is doing an all right job. He's do, no, he's he's not doing an all right job in my opinion. When you're a stepping stone club, if you want me to actually talk about um, yeah, Newcastle United, look, when you're a stepping stone club, you're always going to get a performance out of a team facing the big teams because obviously they're in a shop mm-hmm. window. Um, they're looking to go into bigger and better things, so they're always going to raise the game. Uh, and that's not a managerial thing. That's not that doesn't come from the manager in my opinion. And when oh, come you see, on, when that... you see them play teams like Villa, Brighton, Wolves, and you know John's just the record scorer this season, yeah, from midfield, and he's disinterested most matches. None of our forward mm. players are, are firing. At I all, think so. uh, isn't he? He and Jethro Williams like yeah. tied, and that's on yeah. two each, is it? Uh, no, he's got three. He's got right, three, okay. so he is actually leading at the moment. But it's look, it's very similar to the start of last season where Perez and Rondon really couldn't find a rhythm mm. together up top, and obviously they're not there anymore anymore. I can't see Bruce getting uh, uh, getting Joel Linton firing. He's he's just way too green. He's not the hold up mm. man, and and mm. and they don't work up top. And I think that is going to um, come to fruition later on in the season. And, and, and it's not playing against Liverpool. It's not playing against Spurs. It's not playing against, to a less extent, Manchester United that are going to save you from relegation. I, I fundamentally think that it's the. Well, considering three and ten minutes against Leicester mm. and ultimately losing five nil, they don't look like a very um, a very good team. And, and and look at the way they performed against Manchester City. They did part the bus, but they just so happened to have an outlet for for players like um, Alison Maximan that 
he can absolutely barrel against players. And mm. Manchester City can be got at the back. And I thought it was a really, really good performance. It was a really solid performance. Very rougher in many ways. Yeah, mm. I, know, I agree again, with that, that, That's exactly how they played against mm. Manchester City. And they played better this this time round than they did last time when they, when they managed to beat them. So a really fun game. And what a goal from Jonge. Yeah, at the death. Because yeah. I mean, Kevin Training De Bruyne has just like stuff. done one of those little like, hang on, we're the big boys here. I'll show you how to do a proper goal. And John's like, no, actually, you bore esque off the I bar. Am. That was oh, uh, yeah. De Bruyne's goal, as you say. Like it was, you, you think to yourself, Man City, they're a bit off Liverpool in the, in the table. Mm. They need something, but Newcastle defending in numbers, defending mm. well, because I think against the bigger sides, it's an easier job tactically. Sometimes. Without Lascelles as well, I, I think yeah. they, they were marshalled quite well. And it was a bit last gasp at times, but that's how Newcastle have played for the last two seasons. And also, so. it's, you realistically are going to have to play like that against mm. Man City in, in most I'd recommend they play like that against <laughs> against everyone. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, say, have the ball, we're mm. going to pack the defence, and we'll hit you on the brick because we have got some rapid players. Yeah, I think this is the disconnect between Newcastle fans and the rest of us, isn't it? Where we're looking at that thinking, actually, you know, that's a that's a good result. They've had some good results. They're they're probably going to stay up. They'll probably be amongst it. Mm-hmm. But looking at this, you'd think they'd stay up. But I suppose as a Newcastle fan, you're not thinking, "Yay, we might stay up." <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's not anybody. No, I think we are saying, "Yay, we might stay up." Right. But then, fundamentally, it is going to be quite risky when when you head into the back mm-hmm. end of the season. It only takes a few a run, a few match of a few matches where where they just completely underwhelm. And and against <clears throat> teams like Villa, they were awful against. Villa they were pretty bad against Brighton and Wolves again it's it's mm. I, it's hard to I be worry excited for, I, about that isn't it I worry I worry about the the, the bulk of the, the fixtures but certainly of the Christmas period it's, it's the potential of the club it wasn't that long ago not that long ago they were in the Champions League and it was yeah. you know we well, all remember them well, no, we all remember them playing in the Champions League we all remember them even trying to battle for the Premier League title now yeah, you might say a lot of oh, 25 year olds don't I would say that's a long time ago Marcus that is well, I'm saying it's it's it was like twelve within our when I was a student, for example, they were um, which was a long time ago. Uh, no, but I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> so what I'm saying is Burnley, Crystal Palace, Norwich City, mm. uh, Watford. Um, I don't know, name a, a few other clubs down there. Uh, they don't remember. They've never off the top of my head, never been in the Champions League. Well, how League. far? Mm. Yeah, but how far do you go back? No, no, no. But what my point is, and I'm trying to add to what you've just said, it's the potential of the club and where a lot of those fans, not all, but a lot of those fans can remember and where they should be because the problem is, it doesn't matter how many times you shuffle the pack and you could switch the manager and blah, blah, blah. It's the ownership. It, it all goes Absolutely. back to that. And so, um, obviously, we have a bit of a joke and so on and, and whatnot, but that that's the problem. And Newcastle fans, they feed off these scraps of... Well, yeah, it was great to celebrate a brilliant equaliser against the champions, you know, and that is great. But that's it. But that's why players like Ben Arthur uh, and, and to a lesser extent, Alisson um, um, Maximan are kind of brought. They they love those kind of players yeah. because there's nothing else to get excited. No, no, about. Yeah, you're, you're looking for those individual moments. Yeah, so Newcastle, they're almost like a like a Porsche with Sports Direct wheel clamps on. Yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> and I feel, I feel like exactly the same about Arsenal. It's like when there's a when there's an owner in your club that is. You know, is, is using it as a it. sort of <laughs> investment vehicle. It it feels like you're you're handcuffed, and it's very frustrating. I think Newcastle have had it worse than Arsenal. I'm not saying that they haven't. Yeah, no, I'm just. Saying I'm very much enjoying that they <laughs> have. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll get to your boys in a minute. You can have your moan. Let Pete have his. 
But uh, Dubravka, though, he kept oh, them in Because actually, Man City should have been away, really. Yeah. Well, they actually, that, that shot was interesting, wasn't it? Because it was, was which very, very good. About? The, the one right at the death. From, well, at the death, but Sterling. Jesus had a chance, which mm. he might have done better with. Dubravka uh, gets a lot of criticism because he's quite... Uh, he genuinely believes he's a midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> he, loves, he, loves with the, he loves it with the ball on his feet. And he is quite good at that. Mm. But the problem is, sometimes his positioning is, is a little bit suspect. But I, if you take that out of his game, he becomes a worse keeper, in my opinion. I think he's, a, he's an Excellent stop, uh, shot stopper. Shot stopper yeah. Stop yeah. shopper. <laughs> it could be one of them as well. Uh, yeah, indeed. Uh, 11 points now, Man City, Liverpool. Yeah. Is it enough? It looks... Uh, or is it too take, much, rather? It's gonna, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's going to take a spectacular collapse from Liverpool, isn't it, I would, you would think. But mm. uh, there's a lot of the season to go. So I guess if City or even Leicester start to bridge that gap, then, uh, then I guess we'll see. It's just, it is too early to right say. Right now, However, Jim, do you think Man City could win the league? I would give them sort of like 20% chance. 20%. Managers love a siege. Managers managers love a target. Also, Liverpool have got this mad Christmas period coming up. And 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 I think if if they didn't, I think if certain teams around about that time didn't have that extra Champions League match that they have to kind of perform in, Mm -hmm. they could have like put out a a, a crappy team. (laughs) And, and, And so... I think it's going to be a very. It's going. To, it might be a very different picture, as I said last week after Christmas. Yeah, mm. we've got the derbies coming up. Of mm. course, what, what I was going to say about that shot um, from Sterling oh, yeah. that Dubravka saved late on is um, it was a little tame, wasn't it? For, mm. for, for in that mm. in that scenario, late on needing to win a game to 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 be absolutely ruthless and brutal in the Premier League, you just feel like in one of the last two seasons that would have gone in. You know what I mean? I know that's an unscientific way of looking at it, it, but it it seemed very... It was a game with some incredible goals in there. Yeah, it was. was. Like two awesome goals at the death, but I think Sterling's shot in in, in the first half was just something else. Oh, he took it with a plum. Oh, and the the little assist from David Silva. Mm. Magnificent. Mm. Healy's. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Sterling has become one of those players, hasn't he? Which is to his immense credit where he can score an absolute worldie and it just seems normal. Yeah. Oh, that De Bruyne goal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Shelby goal. People saying to me, people tweeting me going, oh, get John John the plane. It's like, well, all the games are at Wembley. Don't need a plane. <laughs> Almiron's... Don't uh, even need a train ticket, you might argue. Get him in the taxi. Almiron's finally got his assist. He yeah, does. I, I was amazed by that. I cannot believe that. <laughs> he has, yeah. But it was a great point for Newcastle. You're naked. It was, it was Nevertheless, good. that wasn't Very an enjoyable. accent of any uh, region no, of England, by out. the way. Um, so let's move on quickly mm. to Norwich 2, Arsenal 2. Unai mm. Emery was sacked... He was. Of course, uh, on Friday morning, mugging off the football ramble once again. Usual. Um, but, well, you're mugging off you, Jim, again, should I say? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I but, quite enjoyed it. Well, scenario. okay. <laughs> well, Jim and I, you, you and I went to see Arsenal versus uh, Eintracht Frankfurt, of we course, did. on the Thursday night. Yeah. And it was it was tepid. It was te- it was this, the f- most flat atmosphere I've ever been to at a game. We also went to Fulham. Uh, Derby that same week, yeah, probably, which was yeah. empty, um, but you know the atmosphere was a lot better. But it was, it felt like there were no away fans apart from ones who had snuck in. Hmm. Um, Fulham Derby wasn't empty. No, no, but it was. I mean, I mean they are missing a saying, whole stand. Yeah, there is that. But you <laughs> were saying, there's not many people here. Yeah. But um, it was so flat. The Emirates wasn't oh, it? It felt, it felt like a friendly where everyone was furious. <laughs> <laughs> Fury, an unfriendly friendly. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Emery's gone, and I think Arsenal fans won't miss him. No, I think I, I mean, speak on behalf of them all, actually. Yeah, you 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 do, but I, I would would add as well that it, it's not just Emery that's the problem, though. That's the, mm. the, the I think the board chose the wrong guy, and that's not really his fault. Um, there's a lot of stuff wrong with the club, like. The way they defend is is absurd at times, and that's. Uh, but that is the manager's fault. Well, it, well, it is, isn't it? But it's 
it's been there since the Wenger days as well. And I think that when the new man comes in, that's, the that's still going to that's still going to be a problem that has but to be I, overcome. I, I and I think it, it takes a long time to change these things. There's clearly a lot of problems at Arsenal, <clears> and I think. Yeah, Emery didn't help them. He added to them absolutely. He was he was a bad choice, and it was the right thing to to move on. But um, it's I don't think Arsenal were anywhere near out of the woods in terms of actually being competitive and but good. Again, look at yet. the way that David Lewis played in that match. You sort of think he's like I think he's been sold out by the shape of the defense because like he knows how to defend. I know he's like criticized for being a bit. He's won Premier League titles. Yeah, yeah, he's won as a defender, and it is all about. It is all about personnel and keeping that same personnel and, and having some understanding about what person's going to do. You go, I stay, um, I'll go and you stay. Mm. But like David Lewis, he knows how to defend. And in that match, he looked very, very ordinary and very, very confused. And I mean, Per Mertesacker has to come in because <laughs> he's, he's in the dugout now and he's yeah, like, yeah. he needs to be like... Player you know, manager. Full on, well, maybe player manager, but full on kind of training yeah. sessions in the art of defence. Well, it is odd, like, isn't it? Louis, Louis always, has always thrived in a back three best, isn't he? Mm-hmm. But there, there is an idea about him, and maybe this is too simple, that he's better when he's got someone uh, that's a li- bit less erratic around him who can sort of allow him to go forward and, and try and do win, his stuff. win 50-50s or like sort of have a little maraud into midfield. But we don't really have anybody that is suited to, suited to partnering that. I mean, he started with Mustafi um, the other night who had a... I mean, he... Should we probably should have done a bit better for the, for the the goal because it deflected in off of him, but you know you see, you see that happen. Um, but yeah, I don't know who the who that partner is well, that Jim, is going to allow the erraticism of, of yeah. Louise to actually be a positive. When Jose Mourinho was being linked to the Arsenal job, you 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 scorned the idea and you hated it. Now, do you look at Spurs and think, oh, actually, no, no, not even remotely, <laughs> really, not even slightly. Really? Mourinho at, at Arsenal would be awful. It would be an insult to Wenger's legacy, for one thing. Well, given, you just, I mean, you, which you've he... just documented Wenger's legacy about the bad defending. Yeah, but that's a, <laughs> those, they're two completely separate Mourinho points. would sort the defence out, though. Mourinho would definitely sort the defence out, but yeah, I just... Would it improve don't... his legacy? <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Imagine that. He'd, pr- he'd probably take Arsenal down. Go, you know what? It's worth, it's worth the hit. Would it be like Brian Clough on my reputation? Yeah. That's I think t- teams who fear the Championship have bigger problems in their lives, because I think Championship is a fun league. Yeah. Well, Absolutely, as Jim found out when we went to see uh, Fulham v Derby. Yeah. More on that later. Um, so yeah, Freddie Freddie Junberg, is he the man? Um, he's a, he's a man and he's what a man. manager. He's a, he might be the sexiest manager that's ever managed in the mm. Premier League. Mm. Um, Hot think. stuff. Yeah. I once went into a hairdresser and asked for a Freddie Junberg haircut. Did you? My hairline has travelled in the same direction that his. What, what I'm not era? quite there yet. Do you end up with like red spiky highlights? red, yeah, yeah. spiky red highlights. <laughs> he should really bring that back. Although he doesn't have any hair in it anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, would be, dr- I would be surprised, Marcus, if, if Lundberg gets the gig full yeah, time. Yeah, no, I agree. What about Patrick Vieira? Who, who would you fancy? Um, of the people being linked, um, Allegri is obviously That's not probably the best manager on, on that list. No, I would agree that that's yeah. not going to happen. I would also think Rogers probably isn't going to happen. Oh, he'd be I would mad think to go there. Simeone <laughs> isn't going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be Lundberg, isn't second, it? <laughs> they're second in the league, Jim. He's having a lovely time. <laughs> this, well, this, is, this is what concerns me a little bit. All, all the people that are being linked. I think, you know, Vieira could Everyone's be a possibility because everyone's, everyone's. Exactly. Staying, where, staying put is better in most of those cases. Shall I join a team that starts with a handicap? Every single yeah. match. See the, the the manager I was most interested in of, of those that came out as having been interviews mm-hmm. um, was oh, Ralph Rangnick because oh. he is he's very he's well known for for improving players right. and that is clearly this is an uh, underachieving squad uh, and 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 that's what you need. Marcus, you mm. made the point on Thursday night. You're looking around that team. You're going. 
Because I was saying, like, we're just playing like a mid-table mid-table team, which is literally what we are at the yeah. moment. And you were like, oh, yeah. Like, aside <laughs> from like Aubameyang and Lacazette, like, mm, yeah. it, it's just average. There are, there's a lot of players there that they were in there for their potential for a while and then that hasn't come to fruition. Mm. So, I, yeah, I just, we need, you know, we need a better... Uh, do you think Aaron Ramsey regrets Everything. his move to Juventus? No, no, I don't. He's a huge miss. He he was someone that Even Emery he didn't play that much. Well, well Emery miss. Emery brought him in when results were going quite badly and started to depend on him quite heavily. Like, yeah. but obviously now he 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 she didn't have that option of that world class player just knocking about the training. <laughs> Should ground. I go to uh, the Champions of Italy for four hundred grand a year? Yeah. Uh, a month, <laughs> a, month, a week, sorry, with a massive signing on yeah. fee. I think I will. Yeah, <laughs> I think as 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 I was saying in the uh, obviously the WhatsApp group that you guys um, aren't privy to. But like in Chelsea, <laughs> Hang on. I, say again, not the WhatsApp group that you're not privy to. The oh, listeners aren't yeah. privy to. Oh, that one does exist, Mark. Oh, but sure like, if does. you look at how everything's sort of panned out this season compared to last season, Spurs um, a, a fifth at the same time, uh, fifth at the same place this time last season. Um, they had ten more points in the same position. Wolves are sixth this season. They would have been tenth last season. Mm. So I think everything below fourth yep. is a bit of a much of a much. Well, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Leicester just tearing points. Yeah, off exactly. Just let Leicester the only one who look like they want to put some kind of um, form together. Yeah. Everyone else, Chelsea are on there because only up there because of their away form has been so good. Yep. But everyone else below that are just a bit mm. patchy. Oh, I know you and mean. if and if a team like Arsenal just went on a bit of a run. Putting together a couple of wins, it, they, they, their, their league position would would improve. Yeah. Well, that's what Mourinho's doing at Spurs. He's thinking to himself, mm. "Hang on, let's just win a few games." Absolutely. Yeah, and Absolutely. suddenly the table doesn't look that Stop bad. Titting about exactly. Yeah. 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 The funny. Premier League is a bit poor this season. I would say. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's really interesting that the the, the supposed top six. Um, there are only three of them in the top six at the moment, which yeah. would be Liverpool, Man City and Chelsea. Mm. Oh no, Spurs are back up there now as well. Okay. Um, By the way, but, have you checked to see if Arsenal have got a new manager? Because that, that could, they could spring that <laughs> on us. You know, Ralph Rangnick or something yeah. like that. What about any other Ralph from Germany? Some I don't know. Just I'm just... King gonna, Ralph? I'm going to pluck another Ralph off the top of my head. Uh, Ralph Minge. Ra- mm. Ralph Minge? Yeah, mm. could, have Ralph, get, could have Minge in there. Yeah, I'd have to have a think about that. Yeah, Minge, has, he hasn't worked for a few years, but you know. Well, it'll be... Fresh? I'm not going to... Um, let's not go there. <laughs> that is, careful, what, carry careful, on, careful what you Google, especially if you're at work, but there is a man called Ralph Minju, who's a German football manager. So okay, cool. You know, he's a, he's a... What about Argel Fox from Brazil? Could have mm. him as well. If you're typing Minju into Google, you, you deserve everything you get. <laughs> yeah, you really do. Because it's a, it's really, a, really it's a terrible word. <laughs> it is. No one's going to use it. No one's going to use it in a sexy context. <laughs> no, then really not, are they? No. It's the sort of thing that gets shouted in British pornography. <laughs> and no one likes that. Well, it was a good point for Norwich, nonetheless. Yeah. All right. Let's get. Should, should we talk about that? Could have been all Robin, three. Could have been all three if, if Leno hadn't have made that fantastic save. Yeah, he, Leno kept. You know, Leno won us a point there. Really, Got a bit spicy around the penalty. Tim Krul, he does. He, he does love Mate, a bit oh, of shit. He's awful, if isn't it? <laughs> if you face Tim Krul in a penalty, oh, God. he's gonna save it. Yeah. yeah, he's just gonna save it. It's, it's what he does. He was, he was, he was, he got in Aubameyang's head so much. He did such a good job on that. Uh, you got to Ross. Yeah, <laughs> the World Cup. It was. Oh, was it the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. you got yeah. World Cup. What do you guys think about the encroachment thing? Because obviously, I, I'm slightly biased. Yeah. I'm like, thank God that happened. Right. Um, but they are exactly for those kind of like finicky, yeah. kind of like little pernickety kind it's of a situations, law. isn't it? It is the the the, the law of the game that that mm. happens. And VAR is there. To and it was cleared by that player. Yeah, it was cleared. The ball was. The rebound was cleared by the player who had encroached, so actually it served its purpose there. Mm. Did enjoy your Birmingham's little shush as well. You got yeah. to, if if you've had that much given to you, do you know oh, what I mean? So. You got to have a little subtle <laughs> giving it back. But Todd Cantwell again, uh, fantastic lovely, goal lovely from goal. him and a really really good performance as well. I thought yeah. he was great. Was he in One Direction? 
Um, he was on my bench for the fucking fantasy league. Oh, <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Well, of course, Rogers he has been linked with the Arsenal job, but he'd be mad to go because his Leicester City side. Mm. It was oh, it was champions winning stuff, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Title winning stuff. Oh, it was great, wasn't it? <laughs> Last gasp win for Leicester. <laughs> and what I loved about it is obviously the VAR awarded the goal and all mm. that kind of stuff. And then Rogers just unashamedly said after the game, "I thought today was a real positive for VAR." <laughs> I bet you bloody did. <laughs> He's right though, isn't it? That, that was an example yeah. of. Of where in seasons past, because mm. obviously we criticise VIR quite a lot, so we should be credit where it's due should be given as well. Um, that if that had been chalked off in seasons past, that would have been a really annoying mm. thing. Um, so it's it's work there. Great think, goal from me, and actually really really good. And actually, you know what? I, I, if he can gain some confidence to start scoring again. He can be a real, real asset for Leicester, especially with his Christmas period coming up. No, and, I think they're his first option. minutes in the league this season. Yeah, well, absolutely. So it's, when, it's you, just... when you say the confidence, it doesn't look like he lacked it because mm, he came on, true. he had an assist and a goal. It's whether he gets the minutes. But I mean, in, it, when we've seen him play previously mm. for Leicester, he looked a lot like he lacked confidence. So mm. judging on that, I mean, obviously we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I love the uh, celebrations afterwards where firstly oh. they all run over to Rogers, and then Christian Fuchs put up that video yeah. of them all celebrating with Ian Acho clearly making him like the man of the moment yeah. and that spirit there looks looks brilliant doesn't it which, which is what Rogers brings <clears throat> totally well the, yeah as you say when the goal was eventually given and they all sprinted over and those scenes of celebration obviously Liverpool are the club to beat and if you were a, a, a top class player that would be the club that you would want to play for right now in the league you, mm. you know, obviously Man City is still decent as well but Leicester Again, if you're play, that is, you would look at that and you think that is a club I want to play for. That yeah. is where I want to be because, as you say, the spirit is so good, and and the style of football they're playing, the way they move the ball. Yeah, they're a little bit slow at times, and, and Everton defended deep and in numbers. And I thought Everton played really well. It was much better from Everton, yeah. and it was gutted for Silver because yeah. they they should have got a point. It could have been all three. Um, it was one of those games could have gone either way. Although I think as it went on, Leicester did sort of yeah, get well, in I their group. I think that's it, though, isn't it? Obviously, Leicester are a very very good team, and they're very good at, um, at kind of being on the front foot in a way that, um, mm. that, that we've not seen from them so much. Um, Vardy that makes doesn't have a hard. back foot. Oh my God. <laughs> he's all it, it, Absolutely, foot. yeah. He's, he's a Always pressing machine, isn't he? I think the main reason you would want to play for Leicester is so you didn't have to play against him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I am. I do feel for, for Everton in the same way, Marcus, but at the same time, that's the brief, isn't it? If you're mm. playing Leicester, they're going to mm. come at you. They're going to mm. come at you all game and you've got to figure out a way to deal with that and they didn't. Yeah, I, I mean, they scored a great goal as well, Richarlison, mm. a superb header. But Leicester, just watching them again, even though they weren't at their best and Everton did a good job, by and large, uh, sort of defending and it was obviously that last gasp uh, winner. But the way Ever- the, but the way Leicester, they, they move the ball, they're pretty slick as we know and again, that is a Rogers side, the good passing. But they do that thing where they build up uh, patiently and then they squeeze the opposition mm. and then suddenly the next thing Johnny Evans and uh, Soyuncu uh, forgive pronunciation I think it's Soyuncu the, the Turkish centre half the two the next thing they are like almost on the halfway line and they've mm. squeezed it and yeah. then they're playing the game in the opposition's yeah. half as well that that's all usually a sign of a good side that does that yeah. they dictate and they play and they and they then a ball up. comes over the biggest prick in the playground has got his elbow <laughs> in your ribs and you're one nil down exactly, and he's, yeah. he's laughing at you but he's that, pointing at you and going nah. but it was, as, as soon as that match started though it was a barnstorming start i yeah. really I, I, there was no doubt in my mind that it wasn't that it was going to be at least a score draw yeah I thought. I mean, we were surprising. Nearly, there was only three goals. Actually. Well, we were, yeah. near, uh, we were nearly uh, a, a so-called Super Sunday where every team scored, yeah. uh, and it was all score draws mm. apart from uh, obviously Ian Atchaw stalling at the last minute. Exactly. It's Ben Chilwell. Should he have been booked? 
See, I I don't know even what having watched that was a few like, times. Was he like anticipating contact? Well, he was. Yeah, so that's why. And and you know, I was I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt until uh, on Twitter he posted a video of the changing room celebrations uh, with the title "When the Ten Out of Ten Replies to Your Boy's DM." And I was like, oh, what? Rubbish. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's a woman. That's awful. <laughs> oh, oh, wouldn't woman. like to see what he's been Googling. Similar <laughs> <laughs> to Marcus's internet. Big Ralph. I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, if, if the VAR, they overturned the penalty, which was, which was given for that uh, supposed foul mm. on Chilwell. When it's taken, I thought he's lucky not to be booked there. Yeah. Because I feel like if, if that is a dive, Incredibly well timed and executed. You're isn't it? not gonna. You're not gonna get any sort of decision. You, they're not even gonna be VAR, VAR checked unless you go down. It's, yeah. it's still yeah. the case in in, in 2019. Well, we didn't mention against Newcastle, but Fernandinho should have been sent mm. off, shouldn't he? Yep. Mm. There we are. Yep. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's have a quick break, and after which we we'll talk about more of those footballs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot forward slash ramble. Wow. 
Welcome back to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily, everybody. What do you got to say for yourself, Peter? Ooh, la, la, we have a winner. No! <gasps> Not us. Oh, <laughs> Let's make that very clear. Yeah, we definitely didn't. In our world, a couple of almost this weekend. Obviously, Vardy scored, not first. Rashford scored, but then he had his goal chalked off as an own goal, which is very mm. enjoyable. But, but he still uh, wouldn't have been the first one. No, though. he still wouldn't be the first one, exactly. Uh, we do have a winner, though. Uh, one customer did pick... No. The uh, first goal scorer in all four matches, Musette, Puki, Grealish, and Richarlison, uh, which is very exciting indeed. Fair, fair, fair play as well, because mm. they are all like very well considered picks, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massively. It's not like they've gone Kane, Aguero, no. whatever. Yeah. That, I mean, Aguero would be a particularly poor. <laughs> well, right. well, we've never won it, Pete, but so yes. what yeah. do we know? So yeah. someone's won the jackpot, and it will be going back down again to uh, 25,000. Wow. So, what a lucky. What a lucky boy. Lucky ducky. <laughs> oh, girl. Yeah, <laughs> like a lucky person. Mm, exactly. Yeah, so uh, get yourself to uh, betway.com uh, for more foot score action. Begumbleaway.org. Flipping heck. Can't mm. believe that. Yeah. Thought we were going to go all the way at the end of the season. Mm. Yeah. It can be won, ladies and gentlemen, even though we don't back that up because we, yeah, we make won more it choices. But only one person has. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There we are. We'll win it together, Jim, won't we? At some point. At West Ham, got a great win at Chelsea. Mm. Kept a clean sheet, of course. And it was so much better from West Ham. We talked mm. about Everton being a lot better. Well, it was much better from West Ham. And, of course, they got the win. They could have won by more if it wasn't for Kepa uh, in goal. He made some great saves. But at West Ham's first win at Chelsea since 2002 and their first clean sheet in the league since uh, the 22nd of September. But, of course, the story was all about 33-year-old David yeah. Martin who kept a clean sheet on his Premier League oh debut God. for the club and a wonderful emotion. Well, yes, of course, he's a bit of a journeyman. He's played all throughout uh, the sort of football league. He was at MK Dons for a good while. Plays, gets signed for West Ham. From Millwall, is that right? I believe so. Yeah. He got signed um, from uh, to West Ham, which backup goalkeeper at yeah. best, of course. And his father, um, Alvin Martin, is one of the best centre-halves that the club's ever had. He was mm. there for 20 years, his father, from 90, 1976 to 1996. Imagine the changes that he saw in <laughs> yeah. the game of football when the Premier League came in. And I, I, I remember he's a Alvin very Martin bitter so poor well. man. <laughs> I, I remember him so well. A good friend of mine was a, was a very uh, very promising footballer before he discovered all the booze. And uh, Alvin Martin clapped him once and... Even now, he won't shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, so the man's okay. approval meant a lot. I, I mean, those those scenes of him in tears after the final was a yeah. very unwelcome watching on a, on a Sunday morning. I wasn't actually hungover. Uh-huh. A rare non-hungover situation on a Sunday, but it's up there with um, right you with Mr. Pigden. Oh, man. I don't like to watch any of these videos after I've been drinking. Right you with Mr. Pigden. <laughs> Marines getting reunited with their dogs. Uh-huh. The Football Ramble Tour of 2019 Football video. <laughs> yes, exactly. Very emotional. Exactly. Children hearing their mother's voices for the first time yeah. after getting a cochlean uh, implant. Yes. implant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. And there's that video of that man who dresses up as his uh, dog's favourite toy. Yes, Mr. Gumby. Brilliant. Mm. Mr. Gumby. Mr. Gumby. Mr. Gumby, they told me you were dead. (laughs) Jimmy. They told me me you was a fictional character. That'll do. (laughs) Um, uh, But yes, David Marley. Someone says you was in the jungle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Uh, Yeah. Great, though, from uh, from West Ham. I mean, David Martin, there was one where he dropped the ball early in the game, then mm. recovered well, but I think it, was, it would have been offside anyway, yeah, the, yeah. The, the rebound. Um, but it, it is an interesting... It's, it's, it's obviously the, the story about his father and his um, Premier League debut for yeah. West Ham, obviously, where his father's a legend and so on. But there's, there's actually a slightly uh, bigger picture in that Roberto, the goalkeeper mm. that was signed for West Ham, a lot of West Ham fans are really fed up with him. They think he's a very poor yeah. goalkeeper and they question Pellegrini. 
That, in fact, that's one of the biggest decisions that some West Ham fans have been questioning of Pellegrini and saying, well, hang on, you need your brains tested. This guy's not good enough. Mm. And I think some of, um, according to one or two journalists, you know, the, the West Ham, uh, I mean, Jacob Steinberg, one who, who writes a lot about West Ham, is a West Ham fan, of course. And he, he believes, um, and the evidence would back him up, that that back four or the defence of West Ham have been very unnerved having Roberto behind yeah. them. So... Having to cover constantly. Well, yeah. If you have, if you have unsafe hands uh, behind <laughs> yeah. you in net, then I suppose it's, that makes everything last ditch, doesn't it? If you're mm. thinking, don't let them get a shot away at all. Yeah, it's yeah. Now, affect your thinking. Now, if that yeah. is true to the extent that that some people have been suggesting, then actually having um, uh, yeah, David Martin in there is a breath of fresh air. And yeah. and the way his teammates celebrated with him. Now, again, mm. you've got the backstory, but he has to be a popular figure. <laughs> yeah. Because if he's, if he's a proper <laughs> knob going around, going, yeah, my dad's a West Ham legend yeah, and all this yeah. kind of stuff, they're not going to celebrate like that with him. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We could see more of... Oh, I think, uh, yeah, he'll do it. He's earned a... I mean, he's got a clean sheet, which, and, you know, Roberto can't really... Uh, hold his hands up to that standard can he with some of the performances we've seen from him it, it was one of those horrible games where like a player's been under a bit of pressure and the camera keeps cutting to the, yeah. the benched player so yeah. I do really really yeah. feel for him on a, on a human level but you know he's uh, Martin's earned his chance there and, Aaron Cresswell's goal as well my Lovely God. goal brilliant yeah the forgotten it, man. It was, it's a situation, though, that I think it was more about Chelsea than West Ham's performance because West Ham have put performances in this season that probably should have given them points where, 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 where they got a draw or whatever. But like, I think Frank is going to have to... This is where he's, he's going to earn his uh, earn his um, dollars because mm. he's, he's got some injuries. He's going to have more injuries, no doubt. So he's going to have mm. to cut his cloth accordingly and just sort of go, you know what, lads? Let's not be quite so adventurous because <laughs> we really don't have it in, 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 in defensively, basically. It's, it's, it's But then, yeah, I know what you mean. They missed Tammy Abraham. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Even I mean, I know Giroud's a decent operator, but they missed Abraham because they they look quite blunted. Because um, <clears throat> excuse me, David Martin Martin in goal didn't didn't have that much to do for West Ham mm. really, and West Ham would have been disappointed. I know they had the ball in the back of the net more than once. Obviously, it was only one of them was given, but they would have been disappointed. And Kepper made some saves. Um, but Antonio was 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 a threat throughout. Yeah. Mm. Like he really was. It, it was a shame for him that he never scored, actually, because it would have capped off a fine performance. But the way he kind of bullied that that Chelsea back line, yeah. and I know what you're saying, Pete, maybe they're you know, a little bit green at the back um, with some of those... Che- well, are they, though? Well, just too attacking for me. Like, you, you can't... I say that, though, but you've got, you've got some experienced players there. I, I, I thought that... Maybe it's, you know, sometimes these games can happen. Chelsea, they've had, um, you know, they were they were in Valencia not that long ago. They've had a lot of games mm. um, against some good opposition. They're still finding their feet under uh, a, a fairly inexperienced manager, it's safe to say. And they probably wouldn't have expected that performance from West Ham. You know, if you're a player, you can be forgiven every now and then when you're playing some top sides and you're in the Champions League and you're away from home and da di da di da And then you think, oh, West Ham, oh, they've been a bit rubbish of late. Okay. And then suddenly West Ham go at them, and they and they never really got out of sort of second or third gear. Did is Chelsea? It, is it playing at home? It's the situation because obviously um, Chelsea are excellent on the road, or yeah. they have been this season. Is it just the drama of having Frank in the dugout and him kind of letting possibly. situations get on top of him a little bit? I don't, yeah, possibly. With regards to Pellegrini, though, I mean, his job's still not safe. Unlike Lampard's, mm. I think Lampard will be there until <laughs> the end of the season. You'd expect. But Pellegrini said, "When you don't win, you are a beast. But when you do." <laughs> You are a genius. Mm. Beast is an odd choice of words, there, isn't it? It is. I mean, English is obviously not his first language. Mm. I think he's, you know, you're you're hounded like a beast or something. Yeah, I like it. But yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) Normally, a beast in in sort of footballing terms is a positive. Adiak and Fenwa, isn't it? Almost exclusively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Or uh, like, I was going to say Thomas Gravison, but yeah, no, he's he's certainly 
you know, one of the beasts. Yeah. <laughs> one of the beasts. <laughs> one of the beasts. Yeah, well, you'd say someone like, I don't know, um, uh, you know Tony Adams was a beast of a centre-half, wouldn't you? Kind of Do you have any beasts, Pete? Um, not in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Gruffalo. Yeah, there's one. We're, 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 we're fair-weather friends. I never see him. No, he never rates. But, but a great win for, for West Ham, nonetheless. And an important mm. win for them because... Down at the bottom, no Norwich picked up a point of call. Southampton beat Watford, yes, as well. And and again, I did West Ham. Sanchez Flores. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There you are. You see, yeah, another one that went. <clears throat> yeah, how little we knew. No, in fact, I think we know him all right, don't we? Yeah, very. Yeah. On uh, on the Everton situation, I do sort of think that they're not going to uh, they're not going to end their relationship um, with their manager uh, this week. They've got the derby coming up. Give him that one. I yeah. let, and really let him fuck it up, and then move on to someone else. <laughs> do you know what, do, I, I don't you know not, though, because there could be you a might school want the of... new manager bounce, right? Is that... yeah. yeah, exactly. If Against you... Liverpool, Jim. Yeah. Come on, get Duncan Ferguson <laughs> as the number one for the game against Liverpool. Right, because yeah. if anybody doesn't perform, then we may not mm. see that person again ever yeah. again. <laughs> got, some, got some new uh, kit in the uh, in the gym. Is that a rack? Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to stretch us out? <laughs> We're too small. My goodness. Right, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for emails with that man, PTD. Well done to Jack, who's emailed in. Oi, oi, chaps. Uh, quality show in Norwich uh, a few weeks back. Glenn Tamplin, you know that guy? No. He's the rich bloke who... Uh, took over Romford. No, Billericay Town, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, He's right. Billericay Town, but he's a rich guy who has bought Romford yes. and installed himself as manager. Oh, right. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, Sorry, I am. I am my right. word. And his managerial, um, his managerial skills uh, have continued in his new job. Have a listen to the attached voice clip my mate sent me. A friend of his uh, plays for Romford and sent uh, me this incredible anecdote about one of Tamplin's motivational speeches. Uh, enjoy. Uh, it's a big, long uh, clip. I've cut it down to one particular part because the other bit is slightly uh, misogynistic. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is what uh, this is what Glenn Tamplin uh, apparently does uh, and allegedly does inside the dressing room. You know, it's like the geezer just lost the plot. He just started going all weird. And he was, like, was all in a circle and he was shouting out, Sheepdog. You're the sheepdogs. You go and get your sheep. And we all had to say, sheepdog, mate. How <laughs> unreal is that? I really is that. <laughs> uh, so you've just thrown this player massively under the bus there, haven't you? Well, we're probably going to get back to Glenn. We don't know who it is. That's a friend of the player itself. Right, so, okay. So, you thank, know, that's apparently yeah, what's happening. Goodness. We can't, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to explore the veracity no. of this particular claim, but it makes me laugh that uh, a, a manager will go to the dressing room and go, Sheepdog. Sheepdog. you got to say sheepdog. Sheep Marcus, dogs. Marcus, Sheep say dog. sheepdog. Sheepdog. It was Lions, Jim, Jim or, wasn't it? Sheepdog. Sheepdog. It was Lions. It was Lions before. I mean, that's a huge... Oh, Maybe yes! thought lions is a bit over the top. Yeah, how can it, I'm sorry, it's still going to be an animal theme? Scale it down. Yeah. Sheepdogs. Sheepdogs. You're the sheepdogs. <laughs> You're the sheepdogs. Uh, I mean, you only have one sheepdog. Exactly. Yeah. If anything, I mean, how many sheep have you got? Yeah, are you playing five teams? It's confusing. Um, Hello to uh, Robert, who wants to make Watford fun again. Uh, Put that on a hat. Um, In the near of uh, so-called smart appointments, only one club stands firm in the face of this. Only one man has consistently survived the upheaval at Watford, and therefore only one man is capable of steering the course in the choppy waters. Four words. Troy Deeney, 
player manager. Ooh, Imagine ooh. the scenes, the unveiling, the pitch side displays. We could have more headbutts than pards. We could get even better ports, post-match interviews than Charlie Austin could ever dream of. Yeah. And we could get them every week. Never mind adding fuel to the narrative fire. Dini is a narrative napalm. Can we all just briefly imagine this? I genuinely think he'd do well. He's not just the hero they need. He's the hero we all deserve. Make Watford fun again. Uh, Robert Scott, thank you for that, that was, yeah. nomination. I, th- I think Troy Deeney might be too irresponsible. You reckon? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'd want it. No. I mean, I don't think he would want to do that job. Yeah, he's like, still got it, so much it, to offer on the field. Praising that as a line. serious thing. Like, obviously, he, is, he means a hell of a lot to that club. But um, can he be asked? Like, is that, Can he be asked? Is that worth it to him? Yeah, like, maybe not. Uh, uh, finally, finally for now, uh, Jack Beresford has pointed out that uh, the uh, website GiveMeSport.com, give one of those aggregation oh, sites, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last week, last Friday, oh. we released a short like 5am uh, in the afternoon, a lazy uh, Friday afternoon. Um, uh, footballers you probably don't realise played together in the same team uh, was posted by an unnamed uh, person. I'm not going to mm. name them, but yeah, basically just a list of players who, uh, un- un- unlikely players who played together. Uh, and there were all of the nominees that we put out yeah, on Friday. The, the, the middle section of it was, uh, there were a few others in there, weren't there? But the middle section Maybe was... Two, um, maximum. Even in the same order that you read them out, I believe. I know. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there we go. Wolfie Zahar, Edgar Davids, I'm reading it now. Jimmy Vardy, Harry Kane, they put that in there. Yeah. Quality stuff, guys. Well Quality done. Quality stuff. Yeah. Well done. And that's yeah. what aggregators do. They reheat <laughs> terrible leftovers from our emails. From other section. people's so bins. Is, mm. is that what we are then? What? Is that what we are? No, we're the, we get the first one. They're the seventh pressing of the olive oil. Oh, sauce. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was your emails. If you want to get to the show, as always, it's at shortfootballrumbledaily.com. Gentlemen, let's go down to the championship, shall we? All right, then. All right, then. Um, because Wayne Rooney's back. He is. Mm. Wayne Rooney was on the bench uh, for, the, for Derby's the draw. The Rooney effect, <laughs> ending a fine run of wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they, they, they lost against Fulham. Oh, yeah, okay. So actually, if oh, anything, yeah. it was an upturn of results. Yeah. Because mm. Jim and I saw Fulham put Derby to the sword, 3-0. Well, it's more of a cheese knife. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, um, but it was yeah. Derby they drew one on QPR and Wazza was on the bench. Curtis Davis, the uh, the Derby uh, is he captain? He certainly was captain against Fulham. Uh, he, he talked about some of the players being starstruck yeah. with old Wazza, which being actually there. might, might is, is pretty likely to happen in the championship yeah, for course. the opposition as well. I think he's going to tear it up there. Well, he's been away for a few years, a couple of years now, and some of the younger players probably coming through. It's Wayne Rooney, you know, lest we forget, he is England's top scorer of all time, and yeah. Manchester United, I think. You know, you, you can forget. What, yeah, what, I know it sounds daft, but but Rooney being there, will some players will give that a lift. I, we were saying this. We wonder why Rooney's doing this because you sort of think to yourself, is is Rooney? It it is a step down from what he's used to playing in England, of course. Yeah. But then when you hear about the kind of coaching roles and all that kind of stuff, and you know, Derby, people say it's a good club to. To, to earn your stripes with yeah. a little bit, you know, sort of Lampard, of course, Philip Koku uh, there as well, so an interesting guy who's had a lot of footballing experience. I don't know, what, what do you think of... Dar- I, I see a lot of... Uh, he's not going to be bullied, Certainly because not. he's quite a physically imposing footballer. Mm. Um, think I can see some red cards in his future. If he, gets on, <laughs> if he gets on the field, I can see some red cards. Yeah, oh yeah, he's going to yeah, be furious, be, isn't he's, he? He might be wound up in a way that he's not quite used to. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he was because he got the odd red card in America, mm. I think. 
Oh yeah, he's going to be flipping furious, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, it's going to oh, be great. It's gonna, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think as well, he, he will, like I say, he'll tear it up because the pace will suit him a bit more. And it, we know that he's a naturally fast, very yeah, skillful no, I think, player. I think, I think he might be underestimating. I think we might be underestimating how good the championship is. And I oh, think uh, there's no doubt that it's a that it's a brilliant league, but it's not quite as quick as the Premier League, is it? Which would I, th- I think would suit him in a lot of games. But then know, he's, he's not been playing in the Prem for a couple of years. Yeah, so true. I suppose to, to, to back up your point, actually, Jim, maybe that MLS is actually quite fast and physical. Yeah. People sometimes don't realise that. <laughs> Andrea Pirlo definitely didn't <laughs> when he went there. <laughs> yeah, quite. You know, I'll just stroll around for a bit. Oh, actually, yeah, what? No, this is not working out. <laughs> nearly as what I thought it would be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We look forward to seeing uh, uh, Wayne Rooney at Derby, of course. Um, one of uh, Ray, Wayne Rooney's former teams um, were involved in the Euro 2020 draw. I refer to England, of course. Oh, Manchester United. And, uh, <laughs> well, uh, England, uh, the draw's been done uh, as much as it can be at this stage. England mm. in a group with Croatia, them again. Mm. Czech Republic, them again. And the winner of the playoff between uh, Scotland, Israel, Norway or Serbia. So it'd be one of those four. Mm. Um, all of the games of course or all of England's games will be at Wembley potentially tricky yeah I'd, I'd go with that it's I'd... not the worst one but it's I, the thing is I, you're, you're always going to get tricky ones I think Croatia we know can beat England although yeah. England beat them last time Croatia not what they were uh, Czech Republic can beat England yeah, we've <laughs> seen that. but again England should beat Czech and Republic battered them at Wembley yep. so you mm-hmm. know Actually, that would be quite a handy one to perhaps exercise the demon of that surprising loss um, and yeah I mean England-Scotland at Wembley is a potential match. It, mm. That is just like Euro 96 all over again. Mm. Like, yes, please. The way yes, Scotland are playing. That, that was on my birthday. Israel. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, um, but I like the um, the big headline from one of the papers. It was like, Euro 2020 draw. Gareth Southgate warns against England complacency. No one is complacent, Gareth. <laughs> just get on with it, mate. No, I think a couple... Of, <laughs> some people... There were one or two what, they were like got England going, as, yeah, no, they got England as favourites. Jesus yeah. Christ. I was like, what the it's hell are you doing? again, isn't it? <laughs> it's absolute <laughs> madness. I, I understand the whole kind of all the games are at Wembley, but as mm. you say, like, that happened at Euro 96 when even <laughs> yeah. the quarterfinal was at Wembley and England <laughs> yeah, still yeah. didn't win the tournament. Uh, and you would argue that England maybe had a better side mm. back Well, then. I don't know. That I think England have qualified very well, scored a lot of goals. Mm. Uh, there are reasons to be, to be positive about it, but I think it is this worrying sort of British exceptionalist trend again isn't yeah. it to go like we've had a good run so we're automatically favourites well no, I, I, but it's only, I'd go with English yeah I was going to say yeah. <laughs> um, I, there's only one or two bookies but the, other people who are a bit more realistic actually that are already talking about England where they want to finish in their group and I think this is actually where most people lie this mm. is the realism uh, mm. of hopefully a majority of English uh, or England supporters um, because if England finish second in the so if England win their group sorry they'll play the runners up of group F uh, which contains Germany, France, Portugal, and uh, one of the oh, playoff winners God. yet to be determined. All three of those teams know how to beat England. <laughs> that's a that's a worry, isn't it? One of those teams will finish second in that <laughs> yeah. group, okay? God. And, then, and also, I think the match will be played in Dublin. So home support will be very much for one of those three teams. <laughs> oh, so you no. can see England going out in the second round there. Uh, or if England finish second in their group then they will play the runner-up of Group E, which is Spain, Poland, Sweden, and a playoff winner, which could be Ireland or Northern Ireland, that playoff winner, I should say. But you would imagine Spain to win that group. So again, you would rather play Poland, Sweden, or one yeah. of the playoff teams rather than Germany, France, or Portugal. So, yeah. so come on, England, to an extent. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So make sure, England, you lose at least one game, um, which they probably will. Uh, so, yeah, but it's uh, Euro 2020. It's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's quite strange you don't know the full draw because you go on a playoff yeah. winner there and you think, oh, who's that going to be? A lot of people are saying, is it going to be 
is it going to have the same sort of atmosphere where, the, you know, with any tournament, mm. the, the host nation is a big part of it. But right. I, I think it might be like that bit of Eurovision where um, <laughs> where they sort of like phone around Europe or like yeah, Skype a lot around of, Europe a lot and going of like, hello lines, from yeah. Bucharest and stuff like that. And it's, it's going to be great. Could a be. lot Could of be. ISDN lines going in. Mm. Uh, Wales do know who they're, they're in a group with Italy, mm. Switzerland and Turkey. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah. it is true. Well, I'll tell you, you what. You look at the stars of the team. Turkey, very defensive, youth-focused team. Italy, very attacking, youth-focused team. Wales, they'll take anyone. <laughs> do you think? Have you ever been over the Seven Bridge? <laughs> well, have you? Ever been in a tall building in Worcester and look west? What yeah. have you? Yeah. You're no, playing. Right. With, Ryan, with Ryan Giggs in charge, what could go wrong? <laughs> they qualified. Back oh, to back in Baku. Though. You never know, though. Are they in Baku? Is Rome and Baku? The, yeah, it's Rome that's and Baku. Where they, that's so I think where they've got going. two matches in Baku, which oh, is quite God. good. They can stick around one place, but like, <laughs> that's a lot of travelling, isn't it? That is a lot of travelling. <laughs> it's not what you want. And a lot of like Wales fans, uh, we're talking to um, cameraman Sam, who's obviously a Wales fan, he's going to yeah. take his dad out there. Um, there's no direct flights. You'd think there'd be some put on. What? No, there's Noid? still no direct no, Still no direct flights. Yeah, I think that's to go via Istanbul. Istanbul, Istanbul or I think... Is it Vilnius or... Who somewhere? knows? Let oh, figure it out. What a weird travelogue that will be. Yeah. That's <laughs> Georgia. makes it, though. They go via oh, Georgia. Good luck to them. Mm. Okay. Good luck to them. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Right, uh, what else has been tickling our fancy in the world of football, gentlemen? Oh, did you see uh, Ivan Tony's big fat volley? No. Oh, it was a bloody beauty, guys. Yeah. Mm. Well, you should have seen it. I should have done. Because it was very good. And I put it in the running order. <laughs> in the <laughs> no, FA Cup um, for Peterborough. I'll show you Oh, now. yeah, because we had the FA Cup, didn't we? We, we did, did have the FA yeah. Cup. Hartlepool came down from like 2-0 down to draw, which is good. Yeah. Uh, Ivan Tony, a 30-yard volley. Mm. Keeper lobbed all ends up. It was fantastic. No, Try and check that out if you it. can. Beauty. Um, my uh, Japanese team as well uh, that I uh, enjoy watching uh, when I'm up at 4am. <laughs> Which is... Ben <laughs> for a kofu. Uh, I don't watch For a moment there, I thought you were confessing to having a secret Japanese family no, that you refer to as my Japanese team. My Japanese team. Uh-huh. Uh, no, uh, Kofu were in the uh, J League 2. Manager, they, they were playing in the playoffs to get to the, for the chance to be in uh, J1. Um, the manager in the dugout wearing Apple AirPods in his ears. A oh. bit more of that, please. Why? Come on. I don't like that. He's just getting instructions or, you know, Do trying they? to, you know, maybe listen to a podcast or he's something. He's just not doing one of those things. Maybe he's you... listening to the Football Ramble. Okay, you've won me over. <laughs> but Love he's got Peter Utaka plays for them, and he has got the biggest head in football. And I, have, I follow him on Instagram, <laughs> and he's a good little he's a good little follower. But the interesting <laughs> that thing sounded about like it, a little boy's homework. What? <laughs> what? What did I do on my holiday? I I like Peter Utaka. He has got the biggest head, and I love him, and, <laughs> and he is a good follow. Um, but the jet, the interesting thing about the uh, J two uh, playoff is uh, that if it it ended in a draw, the match mm. I can't remember who they're playing, but it ended in a draw. No penalties, no replay, but the higher ranked team in the league, the the, the final stands in the league, they go through mm. to the next round. So like they drew the match and then Venfra mm. Kofu were just beside themselves with sadness. They were so sad. Aww. And I was like, what's going on here? Where's the penalty? Where's the replay? They got another chance, but it was robbed. actually, yeah, they had to win. They had to win. They should do more of that, I think. Yeah, indeed. Oh, what mm. a shame. What a shame. Jim, have you got anything to cheer the us Peter up? Peter Utaka's big head. Yeah, I do actually have something to cheer us up. Um, right. We missed this the other week, but... Um, uh, Gareth Ainsworth, manager of Wickham Wanderers, is oh, releasing a Christmas single. He's a character. Yes. He's yeah. a character. He's, he, he's a character, isn't he? But he's generally quite a demure, suave one. You don't you don't think of him as being this sort of extrovert. Yeah. But um, well, here you go. You've so been he, wanting to talk about this for about three weeks. Yeah, I have. <laughs> he finally got it in. I have. He's a. So well, he's a what you waited for Advent, which is exactly, what Gareth should have exactly, done. Yes. Yeah. So uh, professional, Pete. Um, <laughs> 
So yeah, he's a, he's a singer in a band called The Cold Blooded Hearts, and uh, his dad was a non-league footballer, and his mum was a singer, so he's always sort of had a foot in both camps, right. DNA-wise, I suppose. Yes. Um, so yeah, he's just uh, he's, he's it's a cover of a song called The, the Wanderer. It's coming out on the thirteenth of December. What, I don't know why I'm plugging uh... it. As in, uh, I'm the type of guy who... Is that that wanderer? Do you want to hear it? Yeah, go on then. Have you got one? I think I can plug it in. Yeah, of course you can, bruv. We can give it a literal plug. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. What's he doing? Why is this a Christmas it's not single? Bad, is it? It's good. It's probably got some sleigh bells in there at some point. Oh, man, the wanderer. Oh, Wickham Wanderers. Golden Bennett. What Get with it, Spelzy. Sorry, everybody. Now. I was slow there. And we just plug the aux cable back into the iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gareth. Oh. We love you, Gareth. Love you, Gareth. Keep wandering. <laughs> All right. Next time, do a song about the Wicker Man. We'd the Wicker Man. We'd have you back anytime, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of the football Scout ramble, of course. If you want to see more of us, go and check that tour video out on our YouTube. All right, then. Nice one, P.E.D. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Jimmy T. Bye-bye. And nice one, <laughs> listeners. See you soon. I was arriving late like John. <laughs> this was a Stakhanov production. You're the sheepdogs. You go and get your sheep. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.